Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Good on you, Kev. Kev Wolf with that uh, voice over there. Good man that he is. Stable stars. Well... Well, we'll go with that. Certainly Darren Flindell hurls. I'm not sure about myself. Brad Davidson's having a well-earned spell. Davo, hopefully you're, you're kicking back and relaxing. Probably not listening to us. You could be doing anything. Who knows? But welcome to Behind the Gates. We'll have a crack at the, the Behind the Gates quaddy again. We'll, uh, we'll go live with that bet at around about a quarter to 11. So we'll talk about some of these races. Get your thoughts in. 0419767272. That's 0419767272. Um, through the question out there before, give us your give us your best, maybe Ruffy or Horse at Big Odds at, at, uh, at Ramwick today. A couple of texts coming through, and we'll get the thoughts from Darren Hurls, and I'll put my two bobbers worth in as well as we go throughout the show. He's had a busy time calling of late, and he's with us on the line again here to talk all things Ramwick today. Uh, New Year's Eve racing, Darren Flindell. Happy New Year's, Darren. How are you, mate? Yes, I'm all uh, good. Hopeful uh, that we can make a few dollars out there today. And uh, very interesting, the, the poll that you put up uh, last night to get the, the punters involved, the, the, the fourth leg of our multi today. Looks like they went right down to the wire. Did we end up with infatuation? We did, but at about a quarter past seven, it was ain't no deal done. Um, That's was, right. I think, I think it was 1% le- le- in it. Yeah, ain't ain't no deal done. Certainly hit the front there a couple of times in the poll, but uh, yeah, ultimately uh, the two-year-old just came out on top. So we'll, we shall know our fate early. <laughs> with, between with the you and me, today. I was between you and me when it got down to a two-horse race there in the poll at the end. I was cheering more for infatuation than uh, the no deal done. Uh, horse because ain't sorry ain't ain't no deal done because he's been a bit unreliable that horse. Yeah, no good when run he, the other day. Puts, but, yeah, that's right. The last run was up. good, but boy, when he puts in an ordinary run, he, he's he's right out of the placings. Yeah, if you go with the uh, the Glenn Munsey theory of coming to Sydney for the first time for a look, and it's not the flasher to records, you may be against the horse in that way. But any any questions about any of the runners? Um, flick us in your text zero uh, zero four one nine. Seven six seven two seven two. I think we've caught this guy in between fishing, playing a bit of tennis, going for nice long romantic walks on the beach. Andrew Hurley, Hurls, good morning. Yeah, all of the above. Morning, Richard. Morning, uh, Darren and all our listeners. Actually, been on a road trip, uh, which I haven't done in many a year. We started a barrel and went down to uh, the Cootamundra, or uh, relative of mine, cousin owns the Central Hotel down there, and we went to Yass, Cowra. Ended up in Orange, so I um, had, a, had a good few days, actually. And then, Sounds uh, like fun. Yeah, had a visitor last night for, um, yeah, let's just say some fishing and extracurricular activity, so it's all been very, <laughs> very enjoyable. <laughs> we've, gone, we've, gone, we've gone R-rated early on here, Darren. Uh, <laughs> done, done wasn't sure which way this show would go. I thought it was going that way, and then he confirmed it with extracurricular activity. <laughs> I know, I know. Given, a, given half a chance. Look, I'll just, I'll just read through. Season. S- <laughs> Tis the season. Let's go. I'm just going to go through back, uh, back through a couple of texts here. This because like you say, I, sort of as you do the show this morning, I, I sort of only uh, sort of get to the text line at about ten o'clock, and there have been a few texts early on. Hi, Richard. Can you have Brett Devine on? Well, he uh, he wasn't on this morning. Brett, can you ask him what the members dress code for Canterbury tomorrow is? Cheers, Tommy. So. If you're listening, Brett, let us know. Otherwise, I'll uh, I'll flick him a text. Be pretty casual, isn't it? It's it's a good question. Good question. Um, Mm. You'd assume it to be casual. Um, You can answer this, Hurls. You you might get it most weeks. How can I put a bet on in the behind the gates um, multi? So, what's the best way to get? What's the best way for people to go about it? All right. Well, if you are on the website, just go to sports and today's offers. And if you are on the tab app, you just go to uh, racing and today's offers. It's one of the third banners up there on the on the tab app. It stands out like a proverbial, so uh, you should be able to find it. Okay. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, we have. Yeah, we were talking about Intergaze earlier, and Mark says Intergaze. What a great horse! I was at Ramwick today. 
He beat Octagonal, a real boil over. He was an, an outstanding horse in the gaze. Uh, this one's for Glenn. If you're listening, what does the tab form guide say? Ellen Hennessy is claiming three on Max Schnell. Misleading. Well, I think Glenn went over that uh, this morning. Uh, but it might just be a little um, a tab form guide update uh, that needs to be amended. Tell Munns my nan still puts a sixpence in the sticky date at Christmas. <laughs> I managed to pick it up this year, so we did go off topic a bit this morning, Darren, or Munns did on a, a couple of things. But it's probably yes, the last person. It's probably the last person I'd give uh, any airtime to, and I probably wasted fifty-five minutes whilst I was travelling. But uh, there's a podcast with John Tapp and Munns. I don't know if any of you have heard it. It's actually uh, a very good listen. I don't have six hours to listen to Munns. <laughs> yeah, I think it no went six hours and Tappy uh, did his colour <clears throat> down to 55 minutes. Uh, John's very good at uh, with his timing there. Actually, Tappy's podcasts are excellent. If I'm doing a long road trip, I often uh, go through the menu and see what's available. Mm. This, is, this is one for Dean Lester. I'll uh, flick Dean a text after Persan finally won a race. Can you go on now and win the bag at Flemington tomorrow? Gordon, I'll... I'll uh, get a hold of Dean there. But um, right now, the text is starting to, uh, starting to come through now. And where will we go to first? We, m- we might go to, to race number nine. And um, uh, this is the race that features Kettle Hill. So, Hurls, if you have your, your laptop there and get a signal there, might get an update, please, uh, for race number nine today. And we'll uh, start breaking down this race where no doubt Kettle Hill is going to be pretty popular. Yeah, it's two dollars thirty. Now the three scratchings there: Almania zero deduction, seven by seven Spangler, and Dimaggio three by three. Kettle Hill went up two thirty this morning. Remains at that quote: seven to six fifty for Arnold. We've got Canadian Dancer nine fifty, no change. Nine to nine fifty Banjo, and we've got Arna Claire nine fifty to eleven. There's been a little bit of sprinkling of money here for Mon Felicity. When there's money for a David Payne horse, my ears always prick. 31 into 19 today and went up as much as $71. You get about $460 uh, there for the place. In terms of Dollars Hill, it is Kettle Hill in front of Canadian Dancer. And, yep, that is off the back of money, Mon Felicity. It's a $19 chance. We had, um, well, I didn't have Brody on, but I read Brody Nixon's selections out for his two trial horses, and one of them was Mon Felicity. So. And at that at that time she was um, she was thirty one forty one dollars. So anyway, um, so the question here is, um, oh, there's a few others coming in, so I'll just flick over the page. G'day, fellas, happy New Year to you and all. Hoping Sir D. Flindell delivers an absolute perler when race nine number three, Kettle Hill storms <laughs> home for the punters across the country. Can it be beaten? Thanks, Adrian. We might go to the man who has made this horse his best on the day. Darren. Yeah, I hope it's uh, it, it's not getting uh, beaten there today. I when I had a close look at the at the run at Sandown over fourteen hundred metres, it was just such a terrific run. It it probably should have won the race. Um, when I was doing the form on the race, you know, when you sort of go top to bottom, I said, oh, because uh, I didn't know who Kettle Hill was originally. And then I'm looking uh, at each of the runners in the race. I said, I don't really want to be with any of these. Uh, so let's have a closer look at Kettle Hill. And I thought, well, to me, this just stands out. I don't normally tip best bets in the range of 230, the price that Kettle Hill is, but I really do like it today, race nine, number three. And if uh, if it's not up for the job there, um, if it has second up syndrome, because it um, hadn't raced for, for more than a year as well, coming over from the UK, because the other chances would be Arna Kerr. I like that way that... Uh, Nash got King Rattel to sort of switch off back in the field and then lengthen. I think Nash was a big plus for King Rattel winning last time out. Arnold, I'm not sure if he'll be back uh, today. That was a very flat first up run. I like Naval Seal dropping in distance last time. She, he ran uh, much better. Yeah, Mon Felicity is the interesting runner of the race. Not sure if she can win, but I'm sure she'll be competitive and... David Payne's strike rate in Sydney is a lot better than most we give him credit for. Uh, when you, he's trained 11 winners uh, in town and striking at a, at a rate of 20%, and that's just about as high as it gets uh, in Sydney. So, yeah, David Payne's strike rate's very good this season. I want to like Arnold Hurls. I really want to like Arnold. Um, trying to get the right run as well. Just, uh, just quickly here, morning, boys. Happy New Year's, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Hogger says... 
Uh, yeah, wondering the, the thoughts on Mon Felicity in race nine, which you just given there. And uh, another texter here says, got the $38 about Mon Felicity now into 19s. Do you think it'll come any further prior to the first up? Prior first up, winner market might have got it wrong. I don't know if the market well, quite got it wrong. Hurls, yeah, I but... often say it with, with firmers. Sometimes it's market opinion and they will have no money for for a horse, but it's market opinion, and could sometimes be because of scratching, sort of speed changes, et cetera, et cetera. But as I said, for this horse to have firmed in the way it has, and it holds fourth most amount of money in the race. So um, there's genuine interest there for it. Right, yeah. Let's go to, uh, there's a question here surrounding race number five here. It's our midway today. We had Christian Buchanan for Oakfield Duke on a little, a little earlier. I'm tipping he is the favourite, but can you see Is she confident? Is she confident yeah, with Oakfield Duke? Yeah, I, I think confident, a bit of a, maybe a guarded confidence. I don't think Christian's ever too over the top, but yeah, she's very happy with him. I think just, the, you know, nice gait to be where he's comfortable there as well. Yeah, she was... The... She I was watched that session, that session of trials at Wyong uh, when Oakfield Duke won on the 16th, and I thought he was about the, the highlight of the morning. He, his work was yeah. outstanding there. I reckon, uh, I think I think Kim Warm might have had four or five good trialers there uh, as well that morning. But, uh, Hurls, if we can get a market, please, for race five the midway. Very interesting betting race. Uh, Oakfield Duke is the favourite, but it's out from three fifty today to four dollars. Vindication seven fifty to six. Now I bugger this one up a lot. A Sony is it a Sony number nine? Chad Schofield. Uh, just a Sony, I think. Yeah, so uh, eight fifty into seven fifty opened up at thirteen dollars and holds the most amount of money in the race. We've got Broken Arrows eleven into nine dollars, nine fifty to eight fifty back to nine fifty for Italian informant. Uh, Believers twelve to eleven. Uh, that's pretty much a tail of a take. So it's pretty wide open. Three fifty out to four dollars for Oakfield Duke. But uh, yeah, Sone's been the most popular runner in front of Oakfield Duke, and then Italian Informant dollar wise. Okay, now uh, the question here is from Watto. Hi, gents. Punters Club desperate to get a winner before the year end. Here's your chance. Cookie is on Believer. In race number five, what are your thoughts? First up, Darren, barrier one. Did I see a change of tactics as well? Thought come through the source yesterday. I'll just go to the videotape quickly. And, uh, yeah, to be written conservatively to obtain cover. Was Belieber in your numbers at all here, Darren? No. No, not at all. Um, I, I think this is one of the deeper midway races I've seen in quite a while. Uh, when yep. I first picked it up off the trials, I thought, oh, right, Oakfield Duke, I want to be on him. And everybody wants to be on him. The, the price has really gone off in the last uh, couple of days. But then when I look at it closer, you, you mentioned about Kim War having some good trialers of one that morning. Garrison went really well. I think the other one she trialed there was Chipper. And it, uh, it won oh, somewhere in the last uh, seven days. And, boy, it was probably the easiest yeah. watch you'll ever see, Chipper. It's been uh, so, Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so Garrison's going to be right up there on the speed. I think Italian Informant's a nice horse. There was no fluke about that win at Warwick Farm. But Asun is the one that I've, I've settled on here. I really liked her run at Canterbury. She got too far back uh, from, the, from the bad gate. But uh, her closing sections there at Canterbury were very strong. I like the way she finished off. They've got Chad Schofield booked for the ride now. And at the value, although... She's not uh, $10 anymore, as soon. Seven fifty is the latest price. But it was the price that sort of swung me because initially I was going with Oakfield Duke, but I thought, oh, Hassan at $10, I've got to have some of this. So they're my top two picks here, Oakfield Duke and Hassan. I think Italian Informant has to go in as well, and Garrison might be, by, might be a bit of a chance as well right up on the speed. So they're the four I've got it down to. Uh, Believer... No, not for me. I, I think it's a country-class horse. It, it had its chance in, in city races early in its career and it just wasn't up to the mark. Okay, fair enough. Uh, just going through some of these questions here and where to go next. We might, um, Hurls, we might go to race number two. I think it's our, our highway this afternoon. A couple of questions uh, around the Tab Highway. The second race on the program been an open market from the get-go, but what can you tell us, Hurls, market-wise for race two? Yeah, they like playing your exotics. Good race to look at doing so because it's 5.50 the field and headlined by King of Spades, 
and indicative. Uh, $7 into five fifty for King of Spades, 5 to five fifty for indicative. We've got Super Extreme, $5 to $6. Blood River, an inward move there, 12 to nine fifty. Zaru's $12, no change. 11 to 13 for titration. And secretively, it's 19 into 14. It went up as much as $23 when the market first opened on Wednesday. In terms of dollars held, oh, gee, this is really wide. We've got Blood River actually holding the most amount of money at a, the 950 quote. And then Dan Zadell, uh, Lan Kwai Fong, and Al Bayers all met with support, even Mr. Severino at $34. So wide open, and I had a look at this race, and yeah, I was none the wiser. Okay, just get back to sipping some wine there at the vineyards around Orange, maybe, is the way to go for you, Hurls. Um, so just comments here, Darren, on race two, number nine, our Bayers. Joe from beautiful Maruya. Good on you, Joe. What a great spot. Um, uh, really enjoying the good price about our Bayers. And there was also a comment uh, wanted here with Lan Kwai Fong. I like it around the $16 mark. Ratings Robbo from Newcastle. So they are tab numbers seven and nine uh, for, a, for a pretty open highway here, Darren. Well, on the topic of our Bayers, she's been to town. She's been to town before for a highway, a short distance highway, and she drew poorly that day, but ran on OK, uh, trained by, by Pat Murphy. So it's probably hard to assess her on that city run because she drew so poorly. Amy McLucas rides today. She's got a very good strike rate when she comes to town, Amy. Um, so mm. I'd certainly respect uh, with a very light weight of 51 and did win impressively first up at Wagga. So I wouldn't talk anybody out of our Bayes. Lang Kuo Fong, I don't think the Armadale form is what I really want to focus on. Uh, for this race today, but I'll say one thing. I love the name as an ex-Hong Kong resident, Lang Kuo Fong. That was the, the big entertainment district of uh, central Hong Kong, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of people listening oh, with fond memories of nights out in the old Lang Kuo Fong. <laughs> Can you remember any of them? <laughs> i tell you, it was a ripper of a place on the, uh, the weekend of the international races uh, because after the races on the Sunday... Um, a, a lot of places would be fairly quiet on a Sunday. All the racing people from all around the world, the media, the trainers, the jockeys, they would all converge in the Lang Kwai Fong area. And there was one bar, um, I can't believe I've got this name momentarily. Anyhow, everyone used Clearly to Clearly had a good time to... in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been closed for a while now. But it was, it's sort of a, a big, um, steep, steep road and uh, where everyone would gather... Al's Diner, it was, Al's Diner. And uh, everyone would just take their drinks out because they blocked the street at night. So you just buy the drinks in the bar, drink out on the street, and it was just one big party until about three in the morning. That's outstanding. And, I mean, yeah, it was... is it... I know we've, we've, we've had COVID and, um, you know, mainland China have sort of tried to put the foot down from want of another term, but is... And Hong Kong's still a great, great world city, isn't it, Darren? But I mean, wonder whether may have had the best of it when you were there. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I think it's 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 all over. I think for Hong Kong generally now, uh, so many of the expats who have gone, it's it's very much under China rule. It's it, it's very sad to see the way Hong Kong has changed in the last five to ten years, particularly the the last five years. It's a lot of people say. I, I guess for those people that went to Hong Kong in that era and enjoyed it so much, but just feel gutted uh, with the direction that it's gone in now. Yeah. Still an, uh, still an amazing racing jurisdiction, though, isn't it? I mean, so popular with Aussie, well, racing, Aussie punters. And... Well, that's right. Racing-wise, it's, it, it's outstanding, and they were able to get through the whole COVID period with, with very, very strict protocols to ensure that mm. all their meetings went ahead. So as a racing jurisdiction, they've, they've really held their own there. Okay, uh, let's get on with, um, I might I might grab a market hurls if I can for race number seven. Don't think we've been there yet, uh, race number seven, because some of these uh, people on the text line, there's one particular horse that's bobbed up three or four times here, but we might get a market for race seven first, please, Hills. 
Yeah, and the favourite here is Ain't No Deal Done, and it's at $3.70. It was $4 this morning. has been good support for Tony B. I'll get your thoughts on Tony B. I know you and I are both a fan, Darren. Uh, it's been $5, mm-hmm. hasn't budged this morning, but they went up $10. Too much caviar, six fifty, no change. $8 into $7, three wise men. And then we go to uh, Maurice's new dad, uh, 11 to 12. Is that, yeah, it's only had the two wins. Maurice says me that. Uh, Basio Adele Miss is at $13. But best back runner here is Tony B. I know you and I both got on it when it did win at Rose Hill. Second last start. That was, what, two weeks ago, Darren? How did you assess it today? My biggest concern is a possible lack of pace in the race uh, mm. to suit the, the finish that he's got. And he's obviously got his fair share of problems as well. When he won at Rose Hill that day, he'd been entered and scratched in numerous races and they, they finally were happy to let him go there and he, he let down brilliantly there. I thought, oh, he'll win again off that. That was a midweek, though. It was a Wednesday meeting. And then he's pulled up lame at his next start when he was a beaten favourite. Then they've tried the longer trip last time out and he ran really well behind Global Osbred for a moment there. I thought he was going to get up and win. I'd definitely be putting him in, uh, in the quaddy there today. Definitely. I've got him very highly rated, Tony B. Um, with Ain't No Deal Done, I, I really don't know what to make of this horse because he, his last run at Sandown was great behind Right You Are and he caught uh, quite a few people by a surprise as well. He did SP at $17, but prior to that they used the soft track as an excuse for his poor run at Ballarat and it was only a so-so run at Flemington. I remember his run in the Wagga Cup back in May. It was disgraceful. Uh, he was in the market and was never, ever a factor in that race. So you, you don't know what... Ain't no deal done is going to turn up there today. So um, I've decided to back the horse I think will lead, and that's too much caviar. And um, I'm, a, I'm sort of surprised myself a little bit here, but I thought his run in the Nowra Cup was quite solid. But it was the Warwick Farm win that won me over. There was a lot of speed in the in the first 400 metres of that mile race, and Regan Bayless just pressed on, and he was adamant he was going to lead. And into the straight, I thought, well, he's a sitting duck. Um, he's, he's going to get run down here, and he didn't. Uh, Bayless rode brilliantly that day. He rode a treble, and he just lifted this horse to keep finding, and he, he fended them all off. So I'm not entirely sure whether he'll run the 2,000 metres out, but he's going to lead for a long way. And I thought that was a tough win at Warwick Farm. So he's my value bet of the day. Too much caviar. Just hoping he can lead, kick, and uh, give us a good sight. I'm not, I'm not um, knocking the horse at all when I say this, Dan, but he's kind of, he's a bit nondescript. No one's talked about him too much this morning, too much caviar, but he's damn hard to get past in a race like this. Well, it's not a very, <clears throat> there's, it's a race, there's no real depth to it and, and no real speed. I'd, Socrates probably holds the key a little bit because it was bumped heavily out of the gates last time and uh, with 61 kilos, he just never got into any rhythm. So if Socrates does what he normally does and swishes across, he might put a bit of speed on. But if he doesn't, I think... And Morris says my dad can be unreliable out of the gates as well. I think they wanted to lead last time and he blew the start by four lengths. So we've got two suspect on, on pace horses. So I'm sort of just hoping that too much caviar can get it his own way in the lead. And I just think Regan Bale has produced the best out of him that I've seen in a long time. Comments on a couple of other runners here and... That was the Tony B was the horse that a, a few people wanted to know about. Um, uh, one of our texters here is said I'm going to have a, something each way on number ten, three wise men in this race. Mm. Another te- another texter there talking about um, Oz Legend. Whether uh, he might be an improver second up here, Darren. He, he should definitely improve for the longer trip, uh, Oz Legend, but at the end of the day, he's had five cracks now, 2,000 metre races in Sydney, and has only been able to place. That three wise men, though, is very interesting. He drew wide out there uh, last time, and I think he probably jumped too, um, too smartly for his own good, because I know they, they intended to ride him conservatively from the draw, but he, he, he jumped all right, and then he was caught very wide. So McAvoy had to make a decision and just press on and go around the field, but he's caught very wide and did too much work. With Nash on today, he's definitely worth another chance, so three wise men. I'd much prefer him over Oz Legend. Okay. Uh, where, uh, just just uh, your man, your man hurls Snackers. Snackers. Um, what's he said here? Snackers has said, Hey, Rich, I need swabbing because I've got a touch of gout. 
But hearing hurls has been down in Raiders country. Yas has cheered me up. Question to the the, the BTG panel. It's about Tony B. Um, that it's ripe to fall off the tree today. Happy New Year's, boys, and um, good on you, Snackers. So, Hurls, your man back. Um, again, some gout issues with him, but um, oh, I hope we put him in the right direction well, with Tony B. Well, considering the lifestyle he appears to lead, um, <laughs> gout's probably uh, a result of that, but he'll be right. He'll be right. Okay. Now, just a text here from a Davo from you, Minor Beach. You blokes any chance of getting the multi up, he says. Happy New Year, oh. all. Gaza Blanca looks a good thing today. Oh, well found, Davo. Yeah. Oh, tell Hurls the kingfish are biting on the coast today. There well, wasn't well. much biting yesterday afternoon. I know that much. We'll be back out we there tonight. We better go through this market, Hurls. Race number three, and it does feature Gaza Blanca. We'll talk about him. Might get a grab a market for race three. It is the Schweppes Handicap. Three-year-olds benchmark 72, 1,300 metres. Yeah, and if uh, Larry Laptop, as um, Mums refers to it, cooperates, I'll be able to tell you. Yeah, it's the shortest past favourite of the day, Garza Blanca. So well found, Davo. Uh, one eighty-five to one ninety, back to a dollar eighty-five. Yoshino's nine dollars to seven dollars. Daytona eight fifty. There's nothing really to report here. It's one-way traffic, as I said. Shortest price favourite of the day. It holds more money than any other runner uh, on the program as well, and expected to win. The wraps are. Massive, <laughs> Darren, on this horse. And I suppose the Gold Coast is the objective and he, mm. he probably takes care of business here today, doesn't he? Yeah, he should. He smashed the Cranbourne record two starts back and then was genuinely unlucky last time out. He was slow out, so he didn't do himself any favours there at the start because uh, they, they wanted to have him right up on the speed and he was held up to about the 300 metres, then rocketed home behind Felix Majestic, who was able to dominate uh, the lead. But... Uh, what made it impossible that day? Felix Majestic, I think, surprised, well, certainly surprised me, led all the way and ran 108.73. Well, mm. so what chance did Garza Blanca stand back in the field and uh, and held up? In fact, it's run home in 32.78, Garza Blanca. So on an even keel, yes, it just, it just wins the race. If it doesn't, I'm not sure uh, where to look because if uh, Garza Blanca was a late scratching in the race, it becomes very complicated. Yeah, no, it looks, uh, looks awfully hard to beat, and that's uh, stating the absolute obvious. Let's go on to race number four, if we can, Hurls, a market, please, for the Philly, one of the Phillies races of the day. And uh, we have a benchmark 78 at the 1,100 metres here for race four. Yeah, $3.50 for Pretty Wild, second up from the spell today. Uh, opened up at 360 this morning. Po Kerry Kerry. 440 to 420, back to 440. Rupertar's $550 and solid. Edna, 7 to 550 and 750 to $6. Wave Rider Boy. See what they got on early for twice as special, man. Went up $23. It's 10 to 950, back to $10 this morning. So they're keeping it safe. In terms of dollars held on the race, it is pretty wild. Uh, yeah, Wave Rider Boy, but um, yeah, it's pretty much dominated by uh, pretty wild. One just has to go back to that win at, um, and I think Nash was on it that day at Gosford. He certainly was. It won like Barlat that day, Poe Kerry Kerry. Uh, Darren, you see it um, mm. performing first up today? Well, he certainly has a good record on it, Nash. Uh, he won the maiden on it at Canterbury at the start of the year. Then the Gosford win that you speak of, carrying a big weight as a short price favourite, was an outstanding win. I like the trial at Hawkesbury. was given a real quiet one out the back. But the rider could barely hang on to this up the straight. Chasing home Luna Volante there, who won the trial in very good time. Yeah, I thought Poe Karikari's trial was terrific, and I was happy to go with her on top of the booking of Nash. It was a little bit hard to assess Wave Rider Boy's trial. They really just gave it a, a real quiet one, just sort of necked her out the back, and she wasn't asked to do much. She failed on a heavy track last time out, but I think... There's a bit of upside with her and pretty wild, although in her first preparation, all her form was on very much rain-affected tracks. She proved that she can handle the dry track as well at Kembla. So I, th I made them the three picks in the race. I went eight to beat nine and eight, nine and two in race four. It's probably worth noting too, um, Richard, we did have a little bit of rain overnight. So we've had a lot of these meetings start at a good four and pretty quickly they get to a good three. They've been very quick tracks in Sydney in recent weeks, but perhaps with a, that downfall last night and the penetrometer this morning coming up at 5.2, it 
might be a sort of a kinder surface for a lot of the horses today. Some of them that have just been struggling on the good threes. No, for sure. My uh, uh, just just on um, Bryce's uh, mare there. My New Zealand linguistics man uh, pulled me up on social media yesterday and and yes. said uh, you have to go with poor poor curry curry poor curry curry, which as in P double O R poor curry curry is um, yeah poor as in um, yep poor. as in us. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, not after <laughs> the multi lobs. Uh, and and curry, as in, I do love a good curry. Yeah. Okay. Poor curry, curry. That's uh, that's my uh, that's, and I'm sure. I'm um, hopefully Kiwis who are listening around the place are nodding their heads, saying that's that's about right. That's about right. Uh, Hurls, we're open, aren't we, for this multi? Yes, we most certainly are. And the selections today, as voted by the public, we we used brainchild behind that um, last night, Rich. I was. Good on you, mate. Race one, it's infatuation. Race six, Jojo was a man. Race eight, sacrimony. And race nine, bring it home with Kettle Hill. All of those runners are to run a top four. Maximum bet of $50. And it is a $4 price today. So go to the Sports Today's offers. And it's the first one there. And if you are on your tab app, press racing. And you'll see racing offers, one, two, three, four, Five across, and you will have to be quick. $50 maximum bet, $4, give it strength. Got a good feeling again, Darren. I had a good feeling on Monday, all the, all the same. Uh, yeah, Monday was a bit of a head-scratcher. Um, Manto's it? horse um, went poorly in the first, and I was... I, I couldn't see it, it missing a place, but it did. It, it, mm. I don't know what happened there. Uh, well, the, the stewards report, Darren, had that she uh, that she received a, a healthy bump out of the gates, and Jason Collett thought that her action was a bit suspect after that, and she never quite recovered. So the stewards report, apart from a bump at the start, wasn't a whole lot more than that. No, I think um, Steve Rowden actually popped in and saw me uh, in between races a little bit later on to say the vets had a look at her and uh, and she seemed to be fine at the time. So it was all uh, a little bit mysterious and the end result is we were out of play immediately in our, in our multi, but I feel confident we'll be sweet today. Uh, just bounce back to race three, Darren, if we can. Scott wants your thoughts, and you may have already given them on Straight Acer, uh, of course taking on Gaza Blanca. Straight Acer, Ed Cummings has a, a likely type on his hands here. I like this horse. Uh, when he ran second to uh, Legio 10 that day at Hawkesbury, you could see this goes all right, and then he was able to win the maiden at Kensington, and it's not like everything just fell into place for him either. He got a bad hit out of the gates, so he bumped heavily and was unbalanced, and was probably a lot further back than they would have liked. But I like the way that he knuckled down and he went on to win that maiden. And if, you know, if Gaza Blanca is not up to the task, if something goes awry there, I think this is one of the, the chances. But as it stands, it really looks like the favourite will just win. So I'd be looking for horses to put in the trifecta and straight ace would be very high on the list. I think Joe Pride's horse is very interesting. Hokkaido, uh, the, the former New Zealander, they really necked it in a trial at Warwick Farm. You didn't learn anything by watching it, and the way they necked it made me even more suspicious that it might go all right. Hokkaido, Joe Pride's runner. Just quickly, going back to race four again, Darren, text coming through here. Gents, I want to know your thoughts on Star Beretta. As a, as a bit owner, bought a 5% share from our Pundas Club winnings. Would love to see her beat pretty wild again, Star Beretta. Just, um, had a busy prep, that man, so far. Well, that's right. She, um, things just didn't go at all well for her last time at Rose Hill, but I love the, the Kembla win. She really overcame adversity to win. I think that was the race where there was about eight horses across the track with 50 or 70 metres to go, and she just burst through and, and got the job done. They've got Dylan Gibbons claiming there today, which is a plus. Yeah, I think Star Beretta is a, is a genuine chance today, probably the, the value, probably the best value runner in the race. Uh, hi, Richard. Is there any preview show for tomorrow's racing? If so, what time? Yes, there is. We're on air at 6.30 again. We'll do a, a Saturday-style show tomorrow again. We'll um, get stuck in from 6.30 tomorrow morning. It'll be uh, a public holiday race day, but it will be every bit the, the Saturday-style right the way through. Hurls Race 6 is the Drinkwise Maroubra Mile. Good field. Benchmark 100s here over the mile. What's the market doing here with the tap? 
Yeah, uh, $2.70 is a good race. Uh, Steely, $2.80 into $2.70 for it today. Um, we've got JoJo was a man, a little bit easy today. That's a bit of a concern. That was my selection in the multi. It's four twenty out of four eighty, and they went up as short as three sixty. Max Schnell, six dollars, no change. Eleven dollars, they went up. It was a good win last start. Purple Sector, seven fifty to six fifty. Bullfinch, a six fifty, no change. Bethancourt, twelve dollars, twenty three. Shameless Miss, and Almania, twenty six dollars. Uh, I would say, Brad from your minor, I've asked him this before, uh, but I think you'll find when Joe Pride backs up his horses, they uh, they go very very well. Okay, now questions here. Guys, uh, my two horses today, I've already spoken about three wise men, but Phil from Mudgee is having a bet on race six, number four, Bethancourt. There was a text here, someone wanted to comment in this race also about number eight, Almania, and where they might fit into, uh, into proceedings here. Mm. Although they say Almania in race five is a good thing to finish the year, but it is race six. Hopefully you're still, that is the horse you are talking about. G'day, lads. I've got Purple Sector with Nash to lead all the way at good odds. Would like the panel's opinion, Robbo from Narrabri. Good morning to you, Robbo. So suppose horses to focus on uh, there. Yeah, Purple Sector, Bethancourt, Almania, and Darren, the race in general, please. I, I've stuck with Jojo as a man because he's, he's quite a reliable horse. He, he jumps, he positions well, and I like him on the quick backup, having won there last Saturday. Purple Sector with the booking of Nash is a big positive. I think we have to forget his last run. He drew gate 11 in a field of 11, and he was no closer than three wide the entire trip. He's had a long preparation, though, Purple Sector, and he hasn't won in a long time. So I'd, I'd look at him more as a place, Jan. Steely really should get all the favours there from the draw. And Bethancourt, I, I can never catch this guy. Uh, he, he was very impressive winning at Gosford on November 19. Then at Hawkesbury, he just couldn't keep up with them. He was under the pump the entire race and was never, ever a hope. So I'm not sure what to make of Bethancourt. Um, he's, what's really in his favour, he's got the, the gun apprentice on his back, uh, Zach Lloyd. And I think as, as, the, as the season goes on, I think everybody's now fast learning. It's a big mistake to leave Zach Lloyd out of anything. Uh, he's riding brilliantly, the young apprentice. Okay, it's uh, a bit of a look here. Uh, now, Bullfinch is interesting. I like him today. <clears throat> so do I. Yes, big, this, big this, this could be worth another chance. This was uh, interesting. Nashville Villa was on him last time there at Ramwick. And when they got to the gates for about three minutes, this was just going around and round. And I thought, and I sort of announced, boy, this is getting a, a, a very extended warm-up here. Nash is really building up the revs. And then the next minute we found out Nash was asking the vets to have a look at him. He wasn't happy with the horse. And um, ultimately, the, the vets were satisfied that the horse was fine. And I think he, he ran all right, really. He was held up again and, and worked home quite strongly. But perhaps he just wasn't quite right, or maybe he's, he's a quirky little horse. But there's certainly something there with Bullfinch. And Almania's name was mentioned before. He's a He's an interesting runner, a query runner. It looks as though this um, arrived in Australia before the Melbourne Cup of 2020, and then he ran in a benchmark 80 race uh, around that time, and then he had the two runs in that preparation. So he's been off the scene for more than two years, Almania. And I was watching his trial at Wyong just to see if there was something there, and they just didn't put him into the trial at all. But just when they went past the post, he was sort of really starting to warm up nicely. But... Backing a horse that hasn't raced for more than two years is a tough ass. So it's only a field of eight, but it's it's certainly a race you could sit down and have a good debate because you can probably make a case for... Uh, I haven't even mentioned uh, Mark Schnell's name, a, yeah. a, a last start winner. That surprised me. I didn't think he'd be winning over 1,800 metres, having been run down in shorter distance races. But we saw with the tactics there with Josh Parr taking a sit last time and ridden with a bit of patience. Mark Schnell uh, produced quite well. That's a very complicated race. Mm. Um, Davo from New Minor Beach is back yeah. on the text. In fact, Davo's contribution this morning is such that he probably should have come on the radio and actually joined us. <laughs> hurls, hurls, you are correct. Joe Pride <laughs> on a six to eight day backup in the last two years. Eight, uh, 58 runners, 10 winners at a 17% strike rate, 11% positive POT. 
Thank you, Davo. So there you go. See, Joe Pride's backing up. Uh, horses backing up. You could do worse than be with them. I, I reckon this is almost the race of the day. We'll have a different thoughts, but get a market hurls, please, for race eight. Uh, it's a benchmark 78, 1,100 metres. I'm a sacrimony fan now. If he can just be left for the last crack at them, he has a great turn of foot, but where's your money going for race eight here? Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting race, isn't it? Uh... Dehorn Unicorn is the favourite, another one for Joe Pride. 270 today, got the 280, it's back to 270, makes it favourite. We've got Sacramony, your selection there, Rich, it's $5 to 650. Vowmasters, 420 out to 480. Stromboli's, 550 to $6, 850 to 950. But quick tempo. Now, Lancaster Bomber is 23 into 19. Generally races, I oh know it's second up, but it has, uh, has won three occasions second up. Uh, so there has been a move for it today. In terms of dollars held, it is Dehorn Unicorn in front of Bowmaster. And yeah, quick tempo, we've written a few bets for it. So question here from Charlie Cox from Yam. Yeah, good on you, Charlie. Oh, the Finn Sun. Nice part of the world Charlie? too, yeah, but Good spot. Have my Bucks party. Um, Oh. Second Bucks party up at Yamba. Very good. <laughs> One of our mates got kicked out of the pub within the first hour and a half of the Bucks party, but that's okay. He knows who I he think, is. And he's, I, I think he's I saw well. before they were big, um, uh, what's his name? I'll come back to you. A pretty prominent um, band before they were big. Anyway, Aussie band? Uh, yeah, as you were. What's his name? Okay, you, as you mm. think about that, here we go. Yeah, high boy. With, um, bucks parties and weddings and that, uh, your vows, Richard, didn't last long with Val Master, did they? You, no, I'm off him today. already. Yes. I'm off him. I'm off him. I have my thoughts and reasons for that, but I'm off him. Anyway, we, we'll get to that. We'll get to that shortly. Are you going to share your thoughts and reasons? Yeah, I just don't. I think off such a long way off. I thought he was ready to rock and roll first up. I doubt he can do that again. Oh, okay. I just, I just think, I think it was such an outstanding run in defeat the other day. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't know whether, I don't know whether he can go and do it again. I'm happy to be proven wrong because I know his second up form last. You know, was was right there with a good horse second up in the past. Like in, in, in I just, you know, you know, you have a, a feel. I just, I just don't know. In some respects, uh, had he got the clear running slightly earlier than he did, he goes down as a winner without the penalty. Because mm. uh, he, he, he yeah. would have won that race for sure had he just got that gap a little bit earlier. This is a complicated race. Uh, uh, Charlie says, hi, boys. You often talk about the ultimate gear change, but putting Nash on a horse that needs a bit of persuasion to poke mm. its head out mm-hmm. is the mm. way to go. And for that reason, the, uh, I think Charlie wants to have something on sacrimony here, guys. And there's also a question there. Happy New Year, guys. Race 8 in Sydney, Lancaster Bomber. Cheers, um, from Dragon. So what do we think about this race, Darren? Race 8, it's a good race. Uh, Lancaster Bomb has been uh, threatening us uh, for, for quite a while now, and he, every now and then he runs enormous, but at the end of the day, he hasn't won a race in 686 days, so I'll let him go on that basis. Uh, I, I didn't know what to do here. I think Sacramony, the booking of Nashville Willer is a huge plus, um, and that was a big run and defeat behind Ida Merck last time because, as it turned out, he was caught wide and then he was starting to fire up. He couldn't get any cover. So the fact that he nearly, still nearly won the race suggests that he might be a better horse this preparation because his first up run at Kembla was terrific behind Quick Tempo as well. I, I know I'm, I'm playing with danger here and I sort of base these tips when he's a hot shot was still in the field thinking the pace was going to be a little bit stronger. Uh, I'll probably live to regret it, but I'm going with quick tempo, just hoping that the tempo will be strong enough to let him explode. Dehorned Unicorn might be a bit under the odds now. I look closer at it, and I was just a little bit worried with Dehorned Unicorn. When he beat Authentic Jewel, he was brave and got up on the post, but he's got a lot more weight to carry here today. He gave away too big a start last time out, but Sacrimony I've got very, very high in the numbers as well. So... I got one four six, and I had to put Valmaster in as well because uh, he might just go on with the job now, or um, uh, perhaps he did reserve his best uh, for that first up run. But I think Stromboli can't be th- um, disregarded either because now there's no he's a hot shot. Stromboli will come across from that outside draw and probably sit outside the leader 
who may well be Arbalagio Miss or, or Liberty's son. See, I've just found all these different permutations to the race. I, yeah. I don't like it. Um, when I do, I see there's a big six jackpot again today. You beauty, only 30,000 this time, but um, I'll be putting a lot of numbers there in race eight. It's, the, it's that kind of a race, isn't it? You make a case for any number of them for, for different reasons and you, you just have um, might uh, a quick the only race we haven't spoken about I don't think uh, Hurls will might just knock over race 10 while we're here um, benchmark 78 1300 metres um, I, I think with your blessings been favourite most of the way through here Hurls for race 10 it was John Butler trio I saw up there um, uh. Richard's just come to me mm. oh, are they still around bro? the place now yeah, I think so. I think it's not so much the trio. I think it's just John Butler himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got my dri- I've got my last driver's license done at Yamba. There you go. How many have you <laughs> had? <laughs> well, the funny thing is, this was uh, what about fourteen years ago now, and I've still got the same photo on the driver's license. There you go. <laughs> Do they believe you when they pull you over? Do they believe it's you? These days well, or not? I, I, that's one funny thing in life I can't understand. I thought um, a form of identification, a driver's licence, is as important as it gets, but you'd never have to update the photo. Mm. Fair call. Fair well, call. passports okay. you don't either, do you? Oh, every five or ten years? Mm. Oh, yeah, you sort of... Uh, you passports you do. Those. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, with your blessing in the last is the favourite, $3.10. Opened up at three seventy this morning. Show some decorum. Uh, Seven dollars to five fifty. Queen Bellissimo's eight into six fifty. Now the one they're back here is so am I. It went up twenty one dollars on Wednesday afternoon. Eleven dollars this morning, and they continue to back it into eight dollars fifty. Now there are a few scratchings as far as deductions are concerned. Eight by nine, bold Mac contributing factor three by one, two by one, silent agenda, and five by six for cosmic. Minerva, but um, yeah, old Julian rocks there to uh, Darren twelve dollars into ten dollars. But so am I. It's just been well tried. Tried okay, Julian rock too, Darren. Yeah, he often does. Uh, Julian, he rock gets you and, in, doesn't he? Yes, he's uh, oh, he runs good races and invariably he's always a good price as well. And um, he ran in that race at Canterbury where they ran the record uh, that night over the 12.50 metres, and he ran third, and it was a big gap back to the rest of them. He's definitely one of the chances, but I like the style of With Your Blessings win there at Randwick in the midway. I don't think there's any fluke about that. He ran well behind Italian informants, second up at Warwick Farm, and, of course, won first up over the very short trip at 900 at Newcastle. So I keep coming back to With Your Blessing, another one that Nashua Will is on. Might have to have a look at what price Nash is in the jockey challenge today. I seem to have him in the numbers in high, high um, portion of the races today. I think so. Show some decorum ran really well last time out, and uh, he'd be my second pick in the race. Twelve over eight. Yeah, Nash the favourite in the jockey's challenge today. He's at two dollars eighty. Jason Collar three forty four eighty for Brenton Abdullah. Zach Lloyd at five fifty. 13, any other jockey option. Uh, punters need to be quick, uh, Rich, with the behind-the-gates multi because it is selling uh, very quickly. Race 1, Infatuation. Race 6, Jojo was a man. Race 8, Sacramony. And race 9, Kettle Hill. All the run top four, $4, $50 max. Uh, Rob won't be having a go at the behind-the-gates multi today. Um, not the greatest fan of Jason Collett on the text line here. <laughs> Sorry, Darren. So... Uh, that's what Rob says. Won't be uh, partaking in the behind the gates, Molly. That's fine. It's uh, your prerogative. Certainly, someone put a tongue tie on Darren. Who wants to line up at the RTA for a new license every year? Happy New Year, Norm from Curry Curry. And well, not every year. I mean, uh, <laughs> I've got to the certain age now. You can only get it in five year brackets. It's always been ten. So my point point is, I think when you haven't had one for fourteen years, you think you might they might require you to do it. Tend, tend to agree. And just a final text here. Um, and look, I'll, I'll pass this on to Brad Davidson. It is, Richie, can we please talk about value? And that's from Davo oh. from your minor. Oh, stop. So, stop. So we will, look, well, I'm not sure. It's good that Davo's texting three times. But we'll pass it on to Brad Davidson. And when he's back from a holiday, um, we'll, we'll pose that to him again. Why didn't he jump on this morning? He's texting. Right, exactly. He lives 10 minutes yeah. down the road from me. I'm on holidays. I was going to listen anyway. Yeah. I jumped on. So, hmm. There's a horse running at your local track today at Gosford who's mm-hmm. $1.75. And I, I, I hate odds on favourites, of course, but I think it might be a bit of value at one seventy five called Luna Volante. 
in uh, in race two, and I think it's a good horse to use for whatever your multi is going to be today to get a a seventy five percent multiplier going. One seventy five to a dollar seventy back to a dollar seventy five. Yeah, okay. I'll get a good crowd out there today too. Yes. What's your best at Ram McDarren? It's going to be Kettle Hill, and uh, quite interested in. Uh, having a little play on too much caviar today, although she's actually not the, quite the, the price I thought he would be, uh, but too much caviar I think is a reasonable value, and uh, Asone in race 5, 7.50 now is the latest price, I think uh, she's a genuine chance in the in the midway Okay, good man um, that 45 minutes sort of is, is flying by and, and uh, we'll let you get to the races Darren, good calling today and a very happy new year, we'll do this again soon Look forward to it and uh, join you again next week. Good man. There he is, Darren Flindell behind the gates. Big thanks to all of those people who participated this morning, got uh, got your text in, and a big good luck, Hurls, as always. We say to those who have taken the behind the gates multi, $4 the dividend. If you like the horses we've gone with, good for you. Have a bit of a crack. If not, that's fine. Uh, that's fine also. But, uh, yeah, if you want to be with the, the behind the gates multi, it sounds like be, be swift from this point on. Indeed. Now, all races today at Ramwick, Moody Valley and Doombin place a win bet using your tab account or your first fixed odds win bet. If your horse runs second or third, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. It's all three venues, Ramwick, Moody Valley and Doombin. I touched on the jockey's chance. I'll do so again. Nashville Willer, he's at 280. Jason Collard at 340. Brenton at dollar 480. Zach Lloyd at 550. 13, any other jockey option. 23, Karen McAvoy. Reese Jones at 31. And Regan Bayless at $34. Interesting program out there today. Uh, Rich, are you working, going out to the track? What are you up to? No, I'll be, uh, I won't go to the races today, but I'll certainly go tomorrow because we have radio, or I have radio in the morning, a 6.30 start, and I'll finish up at the radio. I'll throw the bag of fruit on and get out to host for Sky Thoroughbred Central at Canterbury tomorrow. So It's that time nice, of year where you, uh, nice busy it's time, day. time of year where you don't know what day it is, isn't it? It's, it is a bit yeah. like that. It's good, though. Mm. Let's tell you what, there's still... Um, it's probably a week or six days down the track now, but there's still it's a little bit of ham in the bridge not far away from me. And I'll tell you what, it's in a bit of trouble in about an hour's time. You are very good on the thing, mate. So, yeah, I'm sure it is. Talk soon, right. mate. Thank you. Well, that's, that's me for the day. I'm off to the beach. Uh, Happy New Year to all our listeners and to you. Um, Rich, be safe, particularly if you're out on the roads. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can get the uh, multi up today.